entertained the idea of getting a tattoo. I think I was uh, living in Whistler at the time. I thought I'd get a little uh, tattoo of a um, Haida Orca on my hip. It never came to fruition because I chickened out. I have no problem with the fact that I chickened out, but I am tattoo-less. I don't have any ink, but I know a lot of people are really uh, getting into body art. And it really is art now. It, it's not the same as the old sailor's tattoo, you know, on the arm. It is intense. And some of these beautiful, colorful works of art are now being threatened, especially because of a ban of colored tattoo ink that came into effect in the European Union this week. The regulatory body that keeps an eye on harmful chemicals outlawed around 4,000 chemicals typically found in colored tattoo ink. Why? Because it can cause cancer or genetic mutations. Some of the chemicals have already been banned for being applied on top of the skin. So it's a no-brainer that you wouldn't be able to use them for tattooing. But ink manufacturers, in some cases, were given a period of about a year to try and find safer formulations to create some colored inks. I know that there's a specific blue pigment that is very hard to replicate that they're having some problems with. In fact, they've been given a grace period of another year, which raises some eyebrows because I don't know if the average person going in for ink understands that there could be a risk to them depending on what ink is used. Yolanda Hedberg is a Western University's research chair in corrosion science, and she joins us now to talk about uh, if we are going to be following suit eventually. Welcome to the show. Good to have you along. Hello. <laughs> I understand that you led a study in Sweden and you analyzed a dozen, uh, at least maybe even more than a dozen um, different samples of ink, colored tattoo ink. What did you learn from your research? Yeah, I analyzed actually 73. But <laughs> yes. so, yeah, well, the, it started with um, dermatologists that told us we need to look at this because they have so many patients coming with adverse reactions to tattoos and they have no idea of what is what's in them. Um, so we compared what, what's written on the bottles, like the ingredients list, with what's in them and how many of the ingredients that are in them is uh, are actually dangerous um, or classified as, for example, cancerogenous or uh, causing skin allergies. Um, yeah, and we found that it's like a 50-50 chance that something that is written on the bottle is not actually in there. So it's, it was pretty big cheating. Um, yeah. And we, most of the substances we found in the um, bottles were, uh, especially in the red inks, uh, were at least discussed to be banned in Europe. Okay, so do you think with this move in the uh, European Union to ban some of the colored ink that we're going to be going down a similar path if it is indeed cancer-causing or can cause genetic mutations? And if so, why haven't we moved that way already? Um, well, Canada is always behind when it comes to chemical legislation. I, I don't I don't know any example where they are in ahead. Um, so it's usually, I, I think EU just has a better system where the uh, different countries are submitting and they have all their own risk assessment institutes um, so they have more data um, yeah so there has been a gap in legislation so um, the same pigments that are not allowed to be used in hair dyes are allowed to be used in tattoos and this is of course strange right so sure because tattooing goes inside your body like it, it's exactly. being deposited in the skin where you know I have questioned hair dye because I'm like, well, it's it's going on dead material, basically. Yeah, so it, it has been because it was not classified as drug. It's not a drug. 
but it's also not a cosmetic. Um, so it has been a gap between the legislations that existed. So there's a loophole. We need to find a way yeah. to close that loophole. Uh, how many people are actually fighting for something like this? Or is there, you know, not a lot of appetite to close that loophole? Because, uh, you know, this is, uh, it, I guess it was once thought of as a niche area, but Tattoo Inc. now is is ubiquitous. It, we, people, Everybody's got a tattoo, it seems. Yeah, I, I can tell from my experience, there are very few chemists if any, and I did my study basically non-funded. So, so that was uh, there is of course no commercial interest in these studies because mm. it would would harm the tattoo industry. The tattoo um, artists themselves they have been lobbying for years against. So that's why this blue pigment still are allowed to be used. Yeah, I know that they had a part. Yeah, I do a little bit of oil painting, so I know that oil paints. You know, and pigments that have been used for paints actually have changed over the years, and they've gone to natural. Um, you know, just natural sources. They've gone back, they're kicking it old school almost in some cases, going back to natural sources to make some uh, pigments. Could we not look at a way to replace those colored pigments, uh, you know, get away from chemicals and move towards natural uh, ways to, to, to find a way to, to, to pigment our tattoo ink? <laughs> Everything is chemical. So even natural pigments are metal oxides, right? So metal oxides have a a disadvantage that they very often have impurities and impurities can be nickel and lead and cobalt and they are toxic. So you would need to find a way to make this natural pigment extremely pure, which means more money, right? So it's um, it, there is no golden way because, but I don't think there has been a lot of research into looking into replacement. At the very least, before this legislation, this loophole closes, should we not be at least cautioning people that some of the chemicals in tattoo ink uh, could be um, uh, cause health problems. Yeah, that, that's for sure. There's always a risk. Um, yeah. But actually, the blue and green pigments have a smaller risk than the red ones that have now been banned. So it, it has, from the dermatologist that I worked with, it was always the red tattoos that caused the biggest problem. So you said we're behind the, the EU and we usually are behind the EU. By how many years would you... Uh, factor this this leg uh, usually 10 to 20 <laughs> wow that's yeah. a long time for a lot of people to decide they want to get a colorful tattoo and then find out later it might not have been a good idea yes uh yeah and there are other problems in canada because in canada you don't even have um a good infection uh, prevention legislation so um in some provinces tattoo artists are totally non-regulated wow what about yeah. in ontario here in ontario I think in Ontario they are they at least have to be um, sterile, so they should not induce any bacteria. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, all great information. Thank you so much for joining us, Yolanda. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great day. Yolanda Hedberg is Western University's research chair in corrosion science. Just a little heads up for you. Maybe you want to go with a black and white tattoo.